Next up, the Ricks continue their game of Moted questions as the season one finale of Rick and Rick Rule the World continues. All right. In episode 26, Rick M. impersonates model Ashley Graham in order to demonstrate A, ASMR, B, AMSR, C, silent whiffs, or D, Yanni versus Laurel. Um, See, I would have gone with ASM, but then you bring in the whole Yanni versus Laurel, because I remember we had... We had quite the conversation about yes. that. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. Dang it. No. <laughs> Where this series redeems itself is an entry with the model Ashley Graham. She whispers about whipped cream and Starburst. And it's actually, <laughs> and it's actually pretty funny. She kicks things off by saying, Today is one of the strangest days of my life. I got told that I'm going to whisper an interview. Then she goes on to say, at the end of the day, I just like to take my bra off right away when I walk into the house. And I like to get my back scratched right where the bra connects. But the best part is when she says, there's a bunch of Starbursts right now in front of me. And I freaking love Starbursts. I like to put, di <laughs> I like to put different combinations in my mouth. My sister hates it when I chew with my mouth open. And then she starts. Going. <laughs> she actually wants to kill me. <laughs> it is freaking hilarious. It was, a, it was ASMR. ASMR, yes. So in the in the episode, <clears throat> in a related note, on the episode we talked about the silent gifts. Do you remember that one? Mm -hmm. What was the silent gift that actually caused us to, to go down that path? What was the instigation of that. Do you remember which gift that was? I can hear it now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can see now. I want to say it was like a utility tower bouncing up and down. Was that exactly. it? Exactly. It was, it, was, it was two utility towers basically playing jump rope. According to the New York Times over this last week, the sound of silence went viral. It's an animated GIF showing this electrical tower jumping rope over power lines. If you look at this GIF, you hear it. And in fact, a survey showed that nearly 70% of people said they could, and I watched it, and I could. Truly amazing. One researcher in the article says that hearing, as he defines it, does not require external noise. Rather, it's having the experience of a sound in your head. As I recall, I totally did experience that, but you didn't, did you? Not at all. I, I looked at him, I didn't hear a thing, which is kind of interesting because, uh, um, you know, when I take those online tests where they say like, you know, oh, if you can read these words that are all scrambled up, you know, you're super intelligent, which is not true, but it makes me feel good. Um, I I can I can read every one of those. those like, right? Totally, it makes me feel good. It's like confidence. It's like instead of listening to like the positive reinforcement of, <laughs> are smart you are going to succeed this day all i do is pull up facebook and i look at these things like yeah i totally can see that i can read that yeah no problem i feel good about myself for whatever reason this one can't see it can't wow. hear it and you know like it just uh it just doesn't grok with me okay so here's one for you what tv show or shows did the ricks start reviewing but inexplicably never finished a oh, stranger things B, This Is Us, um, C, Altered Carbon, D, Westworld, or E, Courtney and Cleo Take Miami. Um, you know what? It's Altered Carbon. That is right. But I think Stranger Things is also right as well. I don't think we ever finished the episodes to that. We we did. So here, mm -hmm. here's what happened with Stranger Things. We started out doing like one or two episodes 
and then we did another one or two episodes and then we did the rest of the season okay okay <laughs> because because it was kind of like oh what's what's actually i think it's pringles you can't eat just one yeah. right and so we, we we like consumed an episode and then an episode and then another episode and then it's like we finished the whole season and okay. we both just kind of powered through it okay. so that one i think we did finish but we we ended up truncating it in reviewing all of like three through five oh, or six yes, all at once you're right what's pissing me off right now is i'm sure this happens to you as well when people send you an email or text and say hey have you ever seen stranger things when you have told that person probably 20 times to watch stranger <laughs> things yes yes that drives me freaking crazy Tom yes. did that. So he texts me the other day, hey, have you ever seen you know, uh, Stranger Things? I'm like, dude, I've told you for a year now to watch Stranger Things. So anyway. Yeah. Um, so I, I, have, I have this buddy who went recently and bought a very cool Audi car. It's a, a RS5. And so <clears throat> I've been telling him for at least a couple of years, dude, I'm in love with this Audi RS4. I'd love to get an Audi RS4. They haven't been making them for a few years. If they ever make them again, and I can afford it at the same time, I'm so buying this car. And so he's in the market for a car, and I say, hey, you got to go check out the Audi RS5 because you're looking at two doors. Go check it out. And so he comes back, and he buys the car, <laughs> right? And he says to me, dude, this is the coolest car I've ever oh, seen. Geez. My nephew told me about it. You've got to check it out. And I'm like, Dude, I've been telling you about nephew. it for two years. What do you mean your nephew told you about it? He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're going to hold it right there. We've got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue with our questions about Rick and Rick season one. So don't go anywhere. Hey, Rick and Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our all-new website at rickandrick.com, where you can listen to new and archived episodes, join in on the conversation, or, you know, just make fun of our photos. It's double the Rick in just one click at rickandrick.com. You see how I did that? It was clever. Wasn't it? I like that. All right, we are back with the season one finale, episode 45 of Rick and Rick hey. Rule the World. Wow, time flies. And seriously, going back over these episodes, I've had fun listening to pieces of it. I think that we've had some great conversations. I hope listeners will go back and listen to some of the season one episodes again as well. We touched on this, but we never really went down the avenue of the actual event. In a recent episode, special guests Kurt Ho and Eric Vanderheide came along for the fun in an episode titled A, Rick and Rick Take Manhattan, B, <laughs> Rick and Rick Conquer WonderCon, C, Rick and Rick Go to Lunch at IHOB, <laughs> D, Rick and Rick Conquer Irritable Bowel Syndrome, <laughs> or, <laughs> or E, Rick and Rick Conquer Comic-Con. What was the title of that episode? Uh, clearly, that was Comic-Con. You know, I, I, I'm excited about Aquaman, him flying through like a fart cloud through the water. Yeah, I got to ask, dude, much. what is happening there? Is, that, is he opening up a can of liquid ass? How do these people jet around the seven seas like that? That is so crazy. I, I wasn't a big fan of that. Several sequences there where it didn't look like they were underwater at all. And and creatures yeah. were growling. Yeah, yeah. No, their, their hair is not wet. Yeah. yeah. And what? Yeah. The, speaking of that, what the hell with Amber Heard, who plays Mira? She looks like we've seen her in Justice League underwater, but then there are several clips in, in the trailer where they're dry on dry land and i didn't know it was her she looked totally different and she looked like ronald mcdonald's little sister maggie or something her hair 
her hair is so different, weird she, color. She, and she looks face. like the little mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot was made of this first trailer for DC's new platform is going to be a show based on the Teen Titans or the Titans. And not at all what I expected there. I like the edge. I think... Uh... Uh, surprise, I'm excited from the trailer. I like they're going, at least it seems like they're going darker. Let's see if they can pull it off. But yeah, definitely seeing Robin just start killing people. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, wow. The one thing though, when I look at the publicity stills, they had a picture of the rest of the cast, like Beast Boy and Starfire and Raven. And it looked like the freaking cast of The Wiz getting ready to sing Ease On Down the Road. <laughs> In one of the episodes this year, we talked about a brand who did a play on reorganizing the letters in their name as a way to apologize for a mistake that they made. Yes, who I was that one. and what was it? I remember that. It was KFC. They ran out of chicken, I want to say in I want to say it was England. And to apologize, KFC ran this great, I mean, it, it's going to win awards. Um, it was a great full-page ad where the KFC, on its famous bucket, reordered the letters to FCK. <laughs> and the body copy read, we're sorry, a chicken restaurant without any chicken. It's not ideal. Huge apologies to our customers, especially those who traveled out of their way to find we were closed. It's been a hell of a week, but we're making progress. Well, apparently the reason this happened is they got a new distributor. They switched to DHL as its new delivery partner, which makes me wonder what the DHL apology ad is going to say. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, oh, bloody D-H-E-L-L. Um, I thought that was just brilliant. It did win a, just a slew of awards this year. So yeah, that was, that was fantastic. Okay. Which breakfast cereal song lyrics did the Rick sing in episode 34, I believe? Battle of the Breakfast Bands. A, Honeycomb's Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> B, oh, those Golden Grams. C, Apple Jacks, Apple Jacks, cinnamon flavor, that's what it packs. Or D, it's a honey of an O, Honey Note Cheerios. Which of these did we sing? in that episode. I don't know that it's funnier that we sang any one of those or how you just deadpanned all four of them. <laughs> it was a dramatic that reading. Awesome. Yeah, dramatic reading awesome. of <laughs> It's like it's like we're in some, you know, coffee bar and right. you know you're reading spoken word. Uh, <laughs> I I think it was honeycomb. I, yes. I remember I remember talking about honeycomb. That was, you are that was correct. Honeycomb. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not small. No, no, no. Honeycomb's got a big, big bite. Okay. So I got another one for you. Okay. And in, in one, uh, actually, in two episodes, if I remember this correctly, in two episodes, we talked about a brand that uh, had introduced a the idea of a short film in the way of a commercial to try and get you to look for a conspiracy in the world around you. So much so that we went and we we sampled their food. Do you remember which company that was? Yeah, the hell. It was Taco Bell and it was yeah. uh, nacho cheese fries. And the trailer was Conspiracy of Fries or something. Exactly. Wow. Look at you, man. That's wow. awesome. 
just dropped a new Taco Bell commercial. <laughs> and it's basically a movie trailer for a made-up movie where, you know, fries were never sold by Taco Bell. And yet, you know, they were they were held back by Big Potato. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this commercial? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Taco Bell, you know, it's kind of, you know, introduces you to this guy. He's sitting with his daughter having Taco Bell for dinner. And she's like, Daddy, where are the fries? And he's like, I don't know. And he goes and does a search. And, you know, he finds this, this like, hidden thing about Taco Bell nacho fries with a cheese dip. And then all of a sudden, his world goes sideways. And the, all these black cars are driving by. <laughs> and he's being spied on. He's got these threatening calls. And it builds up to a peak where he's driving down the road. And he's being pursued by this other car with two clowns that look like they're from the movie It. And runs him off the road. He falls into the lake and starts to sink. And then, you know, across the screen, they, they have their big, bold catchphrase, Web of Fries. My favorite line is when the sort of informant character warns Josh Dumel. He's kind of the hero in this. He warns him, you know, that he's really made somebody very salty. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great trailer. And there was a sequel to it, too, I think we touched on in one of the episodes. Here's one I'm curious, because you might not even remember, even though it was you. It's going back. In, All right. one, in one episode this season, Rick Wooten told us about drones that, A, never stop talking, B, can rescue swimmers, C, can rescue climbers, or D, dance like nobody's watching. <laughs> That's awesome. It was rescue swimmer. And so when they see that somebody's gotten swept out to sea, they send this drone out. It only takes a few minutes. I think they said six minutes to go from the beach all the way out to where, you know, these people tend to get trapped. And it drops an inflatable noodle on them. Now, this is this is kind of a bizarre thing, right? Because, it you know, it looks like somewhere between, you know, the pool noodles that you see with the kids playing with the pool and like that inflatable air guy that you see out in front of mattress places, right? <laughs> with his, like, the flap arms and it drops this they're thing away in fear, like no we're lost in the rip current now they're flinging the used car dealership guy at us so apparently the first day on the job they spent 340k the first day on the job it saves two people you know it basically wow. flies out there it finds the two people they're close enough together drops the noodle the noodle's somehow long enough to reach between the people they're probably 10 feet apart and then uh i don't know if they swim back they cut away as the drone kind of flies back into yeah. to... they were so, still I mean, lost it... <laughs> hey, they went down in style with a noodle well, but all I... I can say is there's going to be no living with these drones now I mean it's going to go straight to their heads the next thing they'll be doing is they'll be flexing their muscles and prancing around the beach in short shorts it's just we've opened up a whole can of noodle I mean can of worms here so <laughs> Well, to your point, of course, the reason we know all this is because the drone the drone took a selfie video while it did it. They're not yeah, going to let their exactly. heroism go undocumented. I mean, come on. And then, and then, and then post it to social media. That's freaking amazing. Okay, so which of these did not make the list of things our grandkids won't believe we said in 2018, which was the topic God. of a segment that we did. So things our grandkids won't believe we said, which one of these was not on that list? A, I'll drive my car. B, what do we need from the grocery store? C, where's Florida? Or D, where's the TV remote? Which of these did not make that list? You know, any of those could literally be in it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say, where's Florida? So, oh, you know, actually, you're right. Yes, that was... That was <laughs> no, you're wrong. No, actually, you're wrong. You're yes, right. no. 
Okay, so another follow-up to the show before last and involving Paul, long-time listener, <laughs> first-time emailer. So he was responding to the story that we did on things that people won't believe we said in 2018. You know, our grandkids will be like, what was that, Grandpa? So right. things like, you know, let's go to the grocery store. We won't do that because our refrigerators and cabinets will order food for us. But he added a few of his own. He had, you know, Grandpa, what is work? Because the machines will have taken over and everyone will be on basic income, which is dystopian view. Grandpa, what is democracy? <laughs> <laughs> which is terrifying. And this one, the last one was, Grandpa, where was Florida? Where was Florida? So Paul, point taken. I, I bet you're right. I just hope you're wrong. So I hope you'll forgive me. For yes. So that was a contribution from longtime listener, first time emailer, Paul, who followed up on our conversation and added in questions like, Grandpa, what was democracy? And also, <laughs> where's Florida? So you are right. So in, in one of the episodes about a year ago, you and I discussed our disdain for a holiday tradition that many companies partake. Uh, it actually starts about this time of the year. And we then mocked uh, how other companies could come up with joke uh, ways of capitalizing on that same, that same pattern. Do you remember what that was? I'm not sure I remember. The only thing that's coming to mind, but it doesn't seem quite on, is the pumpkin spice. Yes, that's oh, it. Okay. I think we've reached peak pumpkin spice. I, I don't <laughs> think we can go any further. I mean, we, we've seen some crazy pumpkin and spice things come out this year. So we've got uh, pumpkin and spice Pringles. We've got pumpkin and spice yogurt. We have pumpkin and spice protein powder, you know, because yeah. you can't actually eat it so you're gonna you know put in the protein power we got toothpaste and then the one that jumped the shark for me was the pumpkin and spice brake pads now i'm pretty sure it's a joke but when a mechanic starts to joke about it you yeah. know you've reached peak pumpkin and spice yeah you know you sent that and i always forget i never really see it coming and then all of a sudden everybody's talking about pumpkin spice and by your prompting i went and looked and i saw some of the ones that you're talking about i i, I couldn't believe it i mean there was one uh, oscar meyer pumpkin spice baloney <laughs> Yeah, I saw that too. Because my That's baloney kind of... has a first name and it's G-R-O-S-S. <laughs> <laughs> and then one that it, it, literally I felt it coming up there for a second. It was uh, pumpkin spice Skittles. Taste the vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in episode 41, we learned that instead of being fans of Marvel Comics when they were kids, cast of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Michael Douglas, Paul Rudd, and... Evangeline Lilly, they were into other stuff. Which of the following entertainment properties were the cast of Ant-Man and the Wasps just not that into? A, Beano, whatever the hell that is. B, Archie and Veronica. C, Mr. Magoo. D, Roadrunner. Or E, Horton Hears a Ho. <laughs> I'm going to say it's Horton Here's a Ho. <laughs> that is correct. Now, there was this little snippet, Marvel stars that weren't Marvel fans as kids. Yes. These are the lamest comic book fans ever. So so it was an interview, and I don't think they were sitting together. I think it was cut separately, all independently. Yeah. It's the cast yeah. of, of Ant-Man and the Wasp, which looks like a lot of fun, but has Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, and Michael Douglas, and each of them. So Paul Rudd says, oh, my parents were British, and so I read a lot of something called Beano. 
and Archie. <laughs> and, and then Evangeline says, oh, you know, I was really into like Archie and Veronica. Right. And then Michael sure. Douglas goes, oh, I can't remember. I think I was really into Mr. Magoo. And I'm kind of, I know. I was I was traumatized by that. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Like it was Mr. Magoo and Roadrunner. Road yeah. <laughs> Really? Really, Michael Douglas? You know, dude, a little part of me died. I was just like, I can't believe this. So kids, all you kids out there, aspiring actors and actresses who dream of one day playing these great superheroes, whatever you do, don't at all be familiar with the source material at all all just get it out of your mind completely ignore it go read some ridiculous you know dating comic book instead because that's the ticket to getting these these superhero movies apparently i remember that episode it was so stunning i, I couldn't believe the three of them weren't into comics yeah. and here they are trying to do comic book movies i, was, mm-hmm. I don't know there's just something wrong with that which of these is not a 2030 job that hasn't been invented yet so we had a segment where these companies, these futurists were looking at jobs that will exist in the future, but do not exist today. And in their list of jobs for 2030 that hasn't been invented yet, which of these was not on that list? A, augmented reality journey builder. B, garbage designer. C, teachers of English as a second language for robots. D, human carbon farmers or E, Instagram addiction counselors, which of these was not a job for 2030. You know, the, problem, the problem is any of those could work. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the Instagram one, so I'm going to guess that. You are right. And in that report, it said, oh yeah, that was the stuff that we see for 2030. We didn't even really touch on the ones that we see a little further out. And these cracked me up. So these were jobs like carbon farmers. Probably literally capturing carbon from the atmosphere and, and you know recycling it. Recycling it. Human organ developers. Teachers of English as a foreign language for robots. <laughs> Let me read that again. Teachers of English as a foreign language for robots. So robots that didn't grow up with English, that maybe knew Spanish or Chinese or whatnot. These teachers will teach them how to speak English. Algae farmers, autonomous fleet valets, Snapchat addiction therapists. <laughs> we are going to take one last break, so stay tuned. Okay, we're back with Rick and Rick Rule the World and the season one finale with our series of loaded questions. Okay, final question. Finish this sentence or this line. Get double the Rick. Is it A, get double the Rick pretty darn quick. B, get double the Rick in just one click. C, get double the Rick on Rick and Rick Rule the World. D, Rick and Rick, but don't touch your... It rhymes with Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Or... E, get double the Rick because it's always a kick. Which of these is the right line? I'm going to guess it does the trick. That wasn't even an option. (laughs) Wasn't that the last one? What was the last one? Because it's always a kick. Oh, it's always a kick. So I'm going to go with that one. Okay, good guess. Not really. It's a terrible guess. It's get double the Rick in just one click. Yes. All right. I suppose I should listen more carefully next time. That's that's all right. I'm going to make you do the promos. Before we continue, more memorable moments that made Rick and Rick rule the world such an international success. When I when I see the pictures of it, I keep thinking like Anne Bancroft wearing these things, you know, in The Graduate. You know, are you augmenting my reality, Mrs. Robinson? <laughs> That's awesome. One of them where they were saying, you know, talking about, you know, taking a bite of a warm steaming pot pie. <laughs> 
Did you have to say worm steaming? Come on. Uh, and then the whole thing, yeah, with Colonel Sanders. With uh, there's some serious pot in these pot pies. But you know, maybe there's an upside. Maybe maybe we can go work with them and help them fix that problem. And they'll make some Pez dispensers of Rick and Rick. That will take the world by storm. Have you heard of liquid yeah. ass? Yes. Yes, I have. My son, I will leave him nameless, uh, likes to prank his friends. And so they they were on this uh, summer retreat. And apparently there was plenty of, of liquid ass to be had. So oh. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with the with the concept of liquid ass. I, I think it's pretty hilarious. And frankly, look, you would have done it. I would have yes, done it as a totally. kid. So. When I was 12, liquid ass would have been all the shit. <laughs> So the rumor about top-selling toys were Tickle Me Taylor Swift. <laughs> Apparently there was also a Tickle Me Trump where you pull the string and he praises Russia, but I, I don't know about that. Han Solo slushy maker and sewing kit. And then there was this whole slew of Cabbage Patch Kardashians. So um, big sellers. One of the weird ones I saw was, was Jif Pumpkin Pie Spice Whipped Peanut Butter. <laughs> like Jif really hates you. <laughs> And then the other thing is like, oh, you know, we got to be careful because millennials have like these built-in BS detectors. And I'm like, oh my God, they've got built-in BS detectors? Gosh, you know, I've been marketing to boomers and the, you know, GI generation. They've got to depend on those portable BS detectors that <laughs> you know, carry around with them everywhere. One of the ones that I saw that I liked was pumpkin and spice roundup. So if you're going to kill your weeds, make sure it smells like pumpkin and spice. <laughs> or the or the old pumpkin and spice. <laughs> or the old man <laughs> wants to attract the young ladies, I guess. Could you imagine everyone watching their own show with these virtual reality headsets yeah, and like, no. they've got their own reality going on and they're mo making movements like they're you know helen keller trying to catch butterflies <laughs> awesome hell yeah smart refrigerators and cabinets and then i was thinking like what if one brand's like better like you're saying you know oh i love my amana's apple pie maytag always burns the crust i'm all over this <laughs> so the next episode of rick and rick will be Episode 201, season awesome. two, episode one. So I want to thank you, Rick Wooten, and thank you listeners for tuning into this show for 45 episodes. And please join us for season two of the one show where everybody's name is Rick and everybody rules the world. Thanks, everyone.